got muscles I haven't even used yet. Uh-huh. Well, I, uh, I live with my ma. Oh, she, ma. Uh, yeah, she doesn't think very much of baseball. Well, maybe if I spoke to her. No, no, but... no, you better let me do the talking. You see, mister, this is what us baseball men would call a squeeze play. Now, just let me think on it as we walk home. Well, uh, Ma, I uh, was talking to Mr. Wild here before. He's sort of looking around for something to do, and I thought uh, maybe sort of uh, figure you might hole up here for the winter. Don't say. Uh-huh, you know, sort of help out around the place. You know as well as I do, Monty. We can't afford no hired hands. Oh, well, he wouldn't expect any pay, you know, just room and keep. Didn't but know course... you're so overworked, son. Oh, no, no, it's not that, Ma, but just a lot of things need doing. When your father died, Monty, he left this place to you. It's yours, and you're old enough to know what you're doing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'll, uh... I better get that feed out of the barn. Yeah, yeah, we better get that feed out of the barn. Mr. Wilde. Yes, ma'am? This farm's all Monty's got, Mr. Wilde. But it's worth something. But you and Monty... Well, you go ahead and talk baseball. Maybe someday he'll do as good as you did. Couldn't blame his ma. All baseball meant to her was seeing Marty wind up like, uh, well, like me. Anyway, I stayed there. And day after day, I tried to pass on to Marty what I knew about the game, what I knew about pitching. And then around March it was, I knew there wasn't any more I could teach him. That's it, Marty. You're doing fine, son. Well, no more for today, huh? Well, we barely got started here. That's no workout. Put your jacket on. Keep your arm warm. I've been going to say this all week, Molly. Say what? That you're ready. You're a joke. I don't mean you learned all there is to know about pitching, but from here on, you've got to learn it for yourself. We've got to get you some action. Well, not much action around here, Barney. Ah, but there is in California. Jimmy Dykes and the White Sox are starting spring training. The Chicago White Sox? All I have to do is say the word, and Dykes will give you a tryout. He will? Sure. But, but, but uh, out in California. Yeah, I know. It's a long ways, and, and you're in Ma. Ah, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, uh, go into the house, sir. Looks like we got another squeeze play coming up. You might just as well speak your mind, Monty. You got something to say, say it. Well, it's just this, uh, Ma. Uh, Barney and I were sort of thinking about taking a little trip out to California. Is that so? Uh-huh. What baseball team's out there? That's the Chicago Whites. <laughs> How, how, how'd you know that? I didn't figure you'd be going all that ways for anything important, son. But this is important, ma'am. Oh? But... Worth giving up the farm for? Well, if they take him on, the least he'll get is $300 a month. That's a lot of money for just throwing a ball around. And I won't have to give up the farm. I saw Cousin Ernie. He said he'd be glad to take care of it while I'm gone. What makes you so sure they'll give you a try? They try just anybody? Well, they sure don't. But Barney and Jimmy Dykes are old friends. Who? He's the manager of the White Sox, so that way I'll get a chance for sure. The land's the only place where you're sure, son. Lots of people don't live on farms, Miss Stratton. Lots of people don't eat regular, too. You... You made up your mind, ain't you, Monty? I... I just gotta give it a try, Ma. Sure, son. Sure. You go on, then. You give it a try.
Hey, Red, who's the kid warming up? Kid, Mr. Dykes. The tall, skinny one in the leather jacket. I don't know. I thought you sent him out there. I'll tell you who he is. The best right-hand prospect since Christy Mathis. Barney. Oh, no. No, not you again. You bring that kid out here? You bet I did. I want you to have first crack at him. Thanks. He's got everything, Jimmy. I've been working with him all winter. Yeah? Who supplied the hooch? No, 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 Jimmy. No, I haven't had a drop since... Well, this is him, Marty. Jimmy Dyke. Oh, I'm sure glad to Just a me. second, son. Barney's probably fills your head with a lot of cockeyed ideas. But I can't waste time with every kid he digs up. Jimmy, wait. Now, wait. How many the... times have I told you not to bother me this oh, way? I'm sorry I busted in on you like oh, that. Oh, that boy's hitchhiking walk miles to get here, Jimmy. Marty, wait a minute, Marty. Don't go running away like that. Hey, you, country. He means you, Marty. Wait a minute. Give me that mitt, will you, Eddie? Come on, country. Throw me a couple. Get that jacket off, Marty. Burn him in, boy. <laughs> That's some uniform, country. Well, the Wagner Wildcats, Mr. Dykes. That's the team I've been pitching for, the Wagner Wildcats. My, my. All right, let's see what you got. He really breaks them off, don't he? Simmer down, Barney. So you got a curve. Let me see your fast one. Well, I don't know. Maybe you better work out a while. Keep him around, Barney. He may have something. But for Pete's sake, get him a haircut. Sure, Jimmy, sure. <laughs> what did I tell you, Marty? I knew he'd give you a chance. Oh, but when? When? What, what are we supposed to do now? Find us a room. Oh, yeah, in a barber shop. Well, we found a hotel and met a few of the players who were staying there. That night, Marty went down to the lobby to kill some time. And in the lobby, he discovered a fascinating pastime. Marty had never seen a slot machine before. Ten minutes later, he had a pocket full of quarters and a new friend. A rookie named Eddie Dibson. Eddie was flat broke. He had a date that night with his girl. To make matters worse, she was bringing a friend along. But there was Marty, fresh from the sticks and ready to learn all about nightlife in the city. Well, they're very nice dancers, aren't they? I mean, uh, Dottie and Eddie. Yes, yes, they are. Uh, I, I guess I shouldn't be here at all. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, no, 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 it isn't you, it's me. I mean, it's Eddie. I, I don't know. But for some reason, he seemed awful anxious for me to tag along. Good friend of yours, hmm? Yeah, I, yes, he is. I just met him tonight, though. Come along, he says. I want you to meet the girls, he says. And come along. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm sorry I can't ask you to dance, but I don't know how. Oh, that's all right. Uh, I, I guess baseball's about all I know. Well, that's something. Have uh, you seen us work out yet? Yeah. Us? Who's us? The Chicago White Sox. No. No, I guess that's the one thing I've missed. You see, I'm just visiting here. I'm I'm from Omaha. Oh, uh, well, the team looks good. It looks awful good. I tell oh, that's very nice. I'll bet you're pretty good yourself. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm still trying out. I'll bet you can hit a baseball pretty far. No, I was, I'm not expected to hit very much. See, I'm, I'm a pitcher. Well, I'll bet you can pitch far. <laughs> no, you, you don't... 
quite seem to get the idea, do you? You see, I just have to pitch from the mound to the plate. It's just about 60 feet. All right, then. I'll bet you can pitch fast. Well, sometimes you have to sort of rear back and sort of let them go fast. And then other times you just sort of, sort of whip it like this, you see, and, and curve it in, sort of. And you get in spots and you just sort of float her in, that's a, what you call a change of pace. And then um, Speaking some... of change of pace, would you mind telling me something? Just what is that noise? Noise? Why? Well, every time you move that, that jingling sound. Jingling? Oh, oh, this. <laughs> huh? <laughs> you see, that they have these, uh, what do you call the machines in the lobby of the hotel. I never saw them before and I... Sort of wondered about them. Before I knew it, I dropped a quarter in, and a whole lot of fruit started spinning around. Then things sort of slid to a stop. And out came that. No, no, nothing happened. Not yet. Oh. Well, before I knew it, I was down to my last quarter. I sort of figured I might as well be broke as the way I was, so in went the last quarter, and the Fruit took off again, oranges and grapefruit and lemons and spinning around like a top. And then all of a sudden, the quarter started popping out like hens through a busted fence. Well, if you don't make it in baseball, Mr. Stratton, you've got a very fine future in gambling. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm through gambling. Why? Well, I, I found out how it feels to lose and what it's like to win. Why keep at it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now, like I said, this other fella, Eddie Dibson, had come with his girl. But one look at Ethel, and Eddie forgot all about Dottie. Eddie had it all figured out. Where's Dottie been hiding, you? Oh, we'll make a big night out of this, Ethel. I'm going to take you to every spot in town. Oh, I wouldn't think of putting you to all that trouble, Eddie. Trouble! Look, if we're going someplace else, let's go. Someplace else? Sure, country, sure. <laughs> 